1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up, what is up, what is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawk Speed Podcast. This is episode number five of volume six of the Hawk Speed Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, dub and uh, thank you for checking us out, man. Thank you for checking us out and stopping by our little spot on the web, man. Just a few things we wanted to get out. I uh, want to get out of podcast today before tonight's game. Uh, the Hawks are in Phoenix tonight, taking on the Phoenix Suns. We're going to talk a little bit about that later, but like we always do. Let me get rid of some of this housekeeping. If this is your first time into the show, I want to thank you again again. Um, a large part of what we do is on the social media front, and so we would love for you to connect with us on our social media platforms. We are on Facebook, we are on Instagram, and we are on Twitter. Our Twitter and Instagram name is at, that little at symbol, and uh, Hawksbeat, it's all one word, just Hawksbeat. Go ahead and go to your twitter go to your instagram and give us a follow there and if you want to find us on facebook just search uh the hawks beat and you'll find our page hit that like button and then you'll be abreast as to everything that we have going on also we're also on youtube make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel We're well over 100 subscribers now we're on our way to 200 man we just want to keep on growing and keep on uh putting out content that the people uh, want to see want to hear want to consume so that's pretty much what we do a large part uh again a large part of what we do is on social media so please please connect with us uh via those avenues make sure you check out our website uh, we just posted something yesterday uh, that we're going to talk about in regards to one two chains but our website is the t-h-e hawksbeat.com the and uh yeah you so make sure you guys follow us on the website and subscribe to the podcast we are available on all um all the places where podcasts are available for the free <laughs> we're on itunes we're on oh i think they call the apple podcast now so we're on apple podcast we're on anchor we're on stitcher we're on all of those things man so make sure you guys check us out um let's go ahead and get into this first segment something we call news and notes All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast. This is episode five of volume six. <laughs> I do have to think about it. This is our sixth season covering the Hawks. So this is volume six of the podcast. Um, tonight, the Atlanta Hawks are going to be taking on the Phoenix Suns, the six and four Phoenix Suns. The Hawks continue their um, their road trip along the West Coast. And uh, so tonight they got the Suns, man, six and four. And just some news and notes. Um, I, most of you guys, if you're following the Hawks, you know that Kevin Herder uh, got hurt last game. He had some. Um, it looked like it, it. At first, it looked like it was his hand, but uh, the Hawks are saying it's his shoulder. So he flew back to Atlanta to get some uh, work done. Uh, he's listed as out for tonight's game. Um, the Hawks put out a statement after um, after the game in Denver. It said he went. He underwent a MRI. And uh, it was negative. So, I mean, I, I believe that means it's a good thing. So, uh, Herter will return back to Atlanta where team physicians will assess, assess the results of the MRI. And uh, he's out for tonight's game. So, the status for Herder is up in the air. He's out for tonight, which is unfortunate because the last two games, when Kevin Herter was healthier than he's been, like, in the beginning of the season, we saw exactly a glimpse of what this backcourt can look like with a healthy Trey and a heath- and a healthy Kevin Herter. Now a healthy a healthy Kevin Herter goes a long way on this ball club because Herter is not only just a shot maker, uh he's a distributor, he can handle the ball. He is he's very much more than just a shooter. However the ability for him to make shots is really big, <laughs> especially on a team that's missing John Collins. So um, the report for tonight, for tonight's game, uh, Evan Turner is out. He's still uh, working his way out for Achilles. Um, Vince Carter is listed as day-to-day. Alex Linda is listed as day-to-day. Uh, Cam Reddish is day-to-day. So out of those three, Cam Reddish and I imagine Alex Linda are probably going to be starting. Vince Carter has been out for personal reasons. Um don't really know the situation going on but um the hawks just have it listed as personal reasons so alan crabb is out as well he's working his way back i think he had a g league assignment and chandler parsons um he's just really just getting that check so <laughs> we all know what time it is with chandler parsons you know once that that uh That contract falls off this year. Uh, I think this will be the end of his uh, Atlanta Hawks career. and He can go somewhere else and flourish, uh, you know, (laughs) I guess so. Um, So the Hawks, uh, they're going into Phoenix tonight. And a very surprising Phoenix team that they're going to be taking on six and four. Um, again, the sample size is small. It's still really early. Um, Phoenix Suns have been scoring in bunches this year. I I don't know, um, exactly. Um, you know, look, it's still early. You know, we're not going to crown these, crown, crown these teams super early, but, uh, this Suns team has been playing really well. Now the Hawks are coming off a very impressive win the other night against the, um, the Denver Nuggets, a game which, look. I saw. I thought I saw this team going on to the West Coast, and I thought that they were going to be blitzed on every single one of these games. <laughs> so, whenever they win, and I'm I'm proved wrong, it, it it is a it is a welcome surprise. It is a welcome surprise. So, uh, Trey Young just went crazy in that in that game. I think he had like forty like forty two points, ten assists, or something like that. But um, shout out to him, man. So. Some things to take away from that game, Trey Young was just marvelous, you know, but you have to wonder how sustainable it is for him to perform at that clip. You know, is that what it is going to take for these players to um, get victory? I mean, for, for the Hawks to get a victory. I mean, you had contract, you had, now don't get me wrong. You had contributions from everybody. I mean, Jabari Parker, he put in work like he normally does. Kevin Herter before he got hurt, he was putting in work. Um, And even Alex Lynn. Alex Lynn played really well off the bench. So we have to ask the question, is it better for Alex to come off the bench than it is a starter? Um, It's a small sample size. It's one game. But. I mean, I think Coach Pierce said, look, man, if it's not broke, don't try to fix it. So I, I look for Alex Lynn to be coming off the bench again. Uh, they started the Jones kid. I'm not the biggest fan of the Jones kid. However, he is athletic. He can block shots. And uh, it seems to he seems to be a better finisher around the rim than Alex Lynn. So um, if Alex Lynn, because I think Alex Lynn gave you like 15 and Uh, I don't know how many rebounds he had, but he was very valuable coming off the bench. And I think that some players are just better in their natural habitat coming off the bench. I I always said that I thought Kent Bazemore was a natural bench player. You know, guys like Lou Will, you know, guys like Jamal Crawford. I just think that the wheelhouse is just better coming off the bench and, you know, and that's not a shade on them. I mean, look, man, you, you talk about Jamal Crawford and Lou Will, man, those two Hall of Famers, in my opinion, you know, two of the best to ever come off the bench, you know. So I think that just may be Alex's wheelhouse. So looking at uh, kind of just a brief preview at this Phoenix Suns game um, – the Suns are going to go and come as Devin Booker. Devin Booker is, is kind of like, uh, he's a volume scorer. He's going to put up a lot of shots. He's going to put up. He's going to play a lot of minutes. He's averaging about twenty five a game. Uh, the Aiton kid, the DeAndre Aiton kid, is out um, because he's serving a suspension as well, just like uh, our own John Collins. But in his absence, um, Aaron Baines, the the big from. Uh, that they got from the Celtics. I've been playing some good basketball, man. He's putting up 16 points a game. And, uh, I mean, he's been playing some really bad, some really good basketball. They picked up, uh, Ricky Rubio. They got Kelly Uber. who's a good shooter. And they have right now, they got about five or six guys averaging in double figures. So they're really playing really well right now. You know, they're, 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 they're in sync and 10 games in, man. I mean, I think if you are a Phoenix suns fan, uh, you have to be pleased. So, Um, it's going to be a fun game to watch and, uh, seeing, uh, exactly how Trey Young comes back from that marvelous performance and what you put up. I think it was like 42 and 10. So, um, I gave my predictions as to the game. I had the Hawks losing, but I mean, Hey, I'm not going to change it. You know, here's the thing. I, I'm, i am I was just weary when they went on this road trip, and I was like, "Yo, man, I don't see them winning none of these games." <laughs> and I was just being honest, but I think this is a totally one. Win- I think this is totally a winnable game for them. I mean, Phoenix Suns are not gonna be competing for no championships, and the Hawks got a hot hand, man. They're feeling really good about themselves, and the, the role players are feeling good. Alex Len's feeling good, you know, Jabari Parker, all those guys. I hate the fact that Kevin Herter is hurt again after he just got going, but it's going to be a fun game to watch, so make sure you guys tune in to see the Hawks and the Suns. Um, one last thing about news from from News and & Notes, and I really didn't plan to go into the Suns preview, but uh, I guess we're kind of here now. But um, on November the 20th, we have this on our website, thehawksbeat.com. The Atlanta Hawks announced... Um, Yesterday, that uh, November twentieth versus Milwaukee Bucks is going to be their Peach Tree Night. So I don't know if you've seen the Peach Tree jerseys for the Hawks. I think they're really dope, man. I think they're really really dope. Um, kind of like a black, and it's like a black and peach, and it's kind of owed to the peach, the whole Peach Tree thing in Atlanta. Uh, they have new jerseys that you're going to be able to order and merchandise that you're going to be order. You're going to be able to order November the twentieth. And um, I think the jerseys are dope, man. They're going to redo the court and everything. So they just announced uh, yesterday that the halftime performance will be done by none other than a Grammy Award winning multi platinum rapper Two Chains. Two Chains. <laughs> yes, he's going to headline the very first Atlanta Hawks' first Peachtree Night when he performs at halftime, and he's going to perform at post-game. And it's always funny when they perform post-game because I'm always in the coach press room, like, right after the game. And, you know, you're trying to sit here and hear what coach has to say about the game, and the music is just so loud, and it's like, it's just proverbial. It's going through those, coming through the walls. And it's always a fun time when, you know, a concert is going on while you're trying to do a press conference. But 2 Chain's going to be there November 20th. Make sure you guys go and grab your tickets for that game. It should be a fun time. And uh, Preach Street Night, man, go ahead and grab you a jersey while you're at it. Um, check out our website, thehawksbeat.com. And they have all the information where you can grab your jerseys and your tickets and all that jazz. So go ahead and grab them. All right, we are back to Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number five of volume six. Got it right that time. (laughs) We are uh, what we're going to do is every 10 games, we're going to take a look at just um, where the Hawks are as a team uh, individually and just kind of assess this team um, every 10, every 10 games and see exactly where they are. Now, this is the first 10 games of the Hawks season. So, um, right now, of course, the record is 4-6, and six, which is really not necessarily that bad, you know? Um, they're without John Collins, and it's going to be interesting to see where we are the next 10 games. But 4-6 and six is pretty decent. Like, they haven't had... I mean, they've kind of been right at the clip where I kind of expected them to be. Kind of hovering a little bit below five hundred. And I think that when you look at this Hawks team, I think that's kind of who they are. You know, that you are who your record is, right? (laughs) I think this is who they are. And I think that even with John Collins, I think that you add John Collins to the mix, you add a healthy Kevin Herter, there's potential that they can be an above average team. However, there's a lot of nuance there. There's a lot of things that kind of happen into play. So at the playoffs... If the season ended today, (laughs) the Hawks would be in the playoffs. The Hawks would be the AC. They're tied with, like, three or four other teams with four wins. Uh, Indiana, Cleveland, Atlanta, Brooklyn, Charlotte, Chicago, Orlando, all those teams are, like, four and six, four and seven. So there's, like, a six-way tie. (laughs) So uh, if the playoffs ended today, they'll be in there like swimwear. So um, offensively, offensively, of course, your leading scorer is Trey Young, putting up 28 points a game. Uh, Jabari Parker has picked up the slack, uh, starting five games in lieu of uh, Mr. John Collins. Um, Jabari and John Collins are both averaging 17 points a game. And that's it as far as guys averaging in double figures. Now you got Kevin Herter and DeAndre Bemry coming up as the next two guys who are like right on the edge, averaging nine points. So um, Herter and and Hunter, I mean, I I mean, uh, Bemry, DeAndre Hunter. And Kevin Herter, there's a lot of H's there. (laughs) Those guys are averaging nine points a game at a clip. Uh, DeAndre Bemery's eight points. Cam Reddish, five. Alex Lynn, five. Then you have the rest of the bench guys. Um, From a standpoint of continuity, I think that the changes Lloyd made with inserting Kevin Herter into the lineup and putting Cam Reddish on the bench was good. I think that the change of starting... Um Damian Jones over Alex Lynn has benefited I think it's benefited Alex Lynn more than the host has Damian Jones. Damian Jones is still a kind of a work in progress, but um he kinda is what he is. Just kind of a long, lean athletic guy who can uh he has pretty decent hands, can finish around the rim, can block shots. Um so I think that I mean, from an offensive standpoint, I think that the starting five that he started the year off was kind of problematic to me. Like, I didn't like the idea of Cam Reddish starting, but I understood it because Kevin Herter was on a he was on a minutes restriction and he just wasn't he wasn't himself. He wasn't healthy. So it's unfortunate that Kevin's going back out again. Hopefully he's not going to be out for an extended amount of time. But um you really want Kevin to be in there healthy because that, the that changes the whole dynamic of that starting five. Um, DeAndre Hunter, I'm good with him starting at your three. I think that DeAndre Hunter is going to be a very good basketball player for years to come. He's just very mature. He's very composed. He's very poised. Uh, he does have some rookie moments, but I mean, hey. He's a rookie. It's gonna happen. Uh, Cam Reddish is, is still a project, as is Bruno. I think that those two have, their play has been relatively the same as far as well, not necessarily the same. I think, uh, in a vacuum, I think Bruno's played better than Cam. Uh, Cam has had some plays, some some moments where he's been good, uh, defensively, but offensively, he's been a train wreck. Um, he and that's not a. Listen to what I'm saying. Like, it's not a knock on him as like he's not going to be a good ball player or he's not going to be, you know, a, a good player. But right now, he's just not good. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's not it's not a knock. It's just how it is. He's like, look at the numbers, you know. He's averaging five points a game. His, 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 his efficiency is like 2.5, which is like one of the lowest in the league. And he was starting for your basketball team. That's not a good basketball player. Well, I think that he will be a better. Yes, he, I think he's going to be a better. Once he gets in, he gets learned the system. I mean, for all intents and purposes, he is a college sophomore. Let's remember that. You know, I think for the Bruno kid, it, he has more of a chance to. Hey, I don't. He doesn't really know what he's doing out there either. So, but the thing about Bruno is, Bruno understands that if I don't know nothing else, I can go out there and hustle. I can go out there and get me an offensive rebound, get a putback, catch a ball and dunk it. You know, that's Bruno Cam's is much more the game goes a little bit faster. He's playing against starters. And so it's a little harder clip for him. So I like the idea of Cam coming off the bench. Unfortunately, it seems like he's going to be maybe thrust into the starting lineup again. So, hey, man, sink or swim is sink or swim. So offensively, that's kind of where the Hawks are. Trey is, of course, leading everyone with uh, eight assists. Our leading rebounder is uh, Jabari Parker with six boards a game. Uh, of course, that was John's. Uh, well, actually, John is leading with eight points, eight eight rebounds a game. But um, from a rebounding standpoint, the Hawks need to be better. Uh, from an assist standpoint, the Hawks, I mean, Trey is obviously your, your ball handler. He's giving you 8.7 a game, which is really good. I would love for him to get that clip to 10. I mean, <laughs> shoot. I'm not complaining. Like, he's top five in assists. Like, he's top five in assists. By no means am I complaining. But, um, yeah, man, let's go ahead and try to get that thing up to 10 if you can, you know. And uh, he's he's, uh, he's uh, up there in steals, too, averaging 1.6 a game. So, um, offensively, we always knew this team can score. Defensively, um, it is, is something a little bit different. I have to see if I can pull up their stats as where they are as a team defensively. But uh, the defensive rating... As a team, and you can take these with a grain of salt if you want. You know the the worst two defenders on the team are Damian Jones, Trey Young, Kevin Herter, Jabari Parker. That's kind of how the defensive win shares and defensive ratings are. If you're a metrics person, I'm not necessarily a metrics person. I I, I well let me re- let me rephrase that. I am and I'm not. So i like I take it in its perspective. Like yes, metrics tell you a story but they don't tell you the whole story. So um yeah, so I mean in in it, there's an algorithm that that goes into it and I get it like, you know, it's kind of assess how do you assess guys who have been up who have been decent defensively, but you know, look as a as a whole i think that this de- that this team is going to struggle defensively and i said that all year and i still believe that because you just don't have stoppers on your team you know and that's not you know that's just that's a roster issue that's not necessarily a, an issue of effort <laughs> i mean it, it's kind of an issue of effort because uh, you got to get out there and you got to defend you got to get the, you got to get, get out there and you got to defend but um, If you have guys, if you draft offensive guys like Trey Young, Kevin Herter, and Amari Spellman, you're not expecting these guys to be defensive stoppers. That's just the reality of the situation. So um, from a defensive standpoint, I think that the Hawks have been okay. I think they've had their moments. I think that when... Uh, you look at everything that they were last year, I think they're a little bit better. Like, and again, this is small sample size, we're only 10 games in. So you don't want to make sweeping things like, oh, they're so much better defensively. Like they've had, the injuries have, have been a thing. The injuries have been a thing. Um, I think that uh, when you look at this uh, team from a defensive standpoint, you st- your, your best defender is, is obviously DeAndre bimmery who's going to, uh, try to, you know, be matched up against your best player in the second unit or first unit. You got DeAndre Hunter, who I still feel is a really good defender. Um, John Collins has made strides. John Collins and Troy Young are both better defenders. Ten games in, again, ten games in is, is is the caveat, Um, than they were last year. And that's kind of growth, and I think that's testament to um, Coach Pierce and his staff and everything that they work on, but... 10 games in the Hawks are 4 and 6. If the season were to end, they would be a playoff team at the a seed. We are going to check back in in 10 minutes. I mean, not 10 minutes. <laughs> Another 10 games just to check back in and see where this Hawks team um where this Hawks team has gone from the 4 and 6. You'll be 10 games closer to the return of John Collins. I think he's going to return sometime in mid Mid December, I'm th- I think the last podcast we said like the December eleventh game or December twelfth or something like that, but um, I'm sure that I'm I hope that he's somewhere working out and keeping in shape and and getting his mind ready and and comes back ready to dominate so. Um, that's all we have for you tonight. Uh, well, tonight, not tonight, this evening. Uh, tonight, the Hawks are taking on the Phoenix Suns. Make sure you guys check that out. Follow us on Twitter. We'll be live tweeting the game like we normally are. And uh, interact with us. Tweet us up. Hey, check us out. Just say, hey, uh, we listen to the podcast. We did a great job. And uh, just let us know. Um, and we will greatly appreciate it so like we always say oops i almost dropped my microphone (laughs) like we always say peace and love guys we'll see you when we see you